0: Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets.
1: You're listening to the Daily Market Common Podcast by Mario Sajikiriakos here at XM.com. I'm Cristina Marujos. Wall Street continues to defy economic gravity, with all three major U.S. stock indices recouping early losses on Monday to close higher overall, brushing aside the simmering tensions between Washington and Beijing. Futures point to a higher open today as well, with the recovery being powered by a blend of encouraging medical news, rising oil prices, and hope's for a smooth economic reopening. On the medical front, scientists in the Netherlands discovered an experimental antibody that can reportedly defeat the virus in a lab. This is still in its early stages as it hasn't been tested on animals or humans yet, but it could be promising. In energy markets, oil prices climbed on reports that stockpiles at Cushing, Oklahoma, the main U.S. delivery point for crude, rose at a much slower pace last week, easing storage fears. Meanwhile, the governor of California announced that some retail stores may reopen by Friday. Looking just at stock market indices, one could conclude that the worst has passed. States are opening up for business again, and if crude stockpiles are indeed rising slower, then Americans are probably driving more already. Yet the FX market tells a different story. Defensive plays like the yen and the dollar continue to outperform most of their peers, while in commodities, gold prices remain stubbornly elevated around $1,700 an ounce. At the same time, the real driving force behind the latest stock market gains were once again giant tech names like Microsoft and Apple that seem highly resistant to this crisis, not cyclical growth-oriented companies. The bottom line is that, yes, the overall stock market is rising, but not because there has been some real fundamental change to the economic outlook. Rather, investors are still using the same crisis playbook, buying tech giants that are best equipped to weather this recession while simultaneously hedging some risk by piling into the yen, dollar, or gold. What does it all mean? Fear is still very much in the air. Nobody knows whether the reopening process will go smoothly, and many worry that some U.S. states may be going back too quickly given their high virus numbers. Meanwhile, U.S.-China tensions are back with a vengeance, and it's becoming clearer that this stay-at-home crisis could leave deep scars on consumer behavior. All this makes big tech giant names even more attractive. They are less vulnerable to trade tensions and will continue to thrive, even if the economic reopenings are botched. Yet the more concentrated the market at the top, the easier it is for it to drop sharply if any of these tech titans sell off. A lasting, healthy recovery will need participation from the entire market, not just a handful of tech names. The risk of another bearish turn remains elevated. In FX land, the yen and the dollar continue to hold strong this week, mostly at the expense of the euro. Germany's top court just decided that the ECB's bond-buying program partially violates the constitution, sending the euro lower as the decision could limit the central bank's ability to enlarge its stimulus programs, hindering growth and financial stability. In Australia, the RBA kept rates unchanged and said nothing new at its meeting today. As for the data today, all eyes will be on the ISM non-manufacturing PMI for April. This was today's Daily Market Common Podcast. Thanks for listening at XM.com.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.